like to dissect girls. Did you know I'm utterly insane? Why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? The blackest dies. Oh my god. Come on! and gentlemen welcome back my name is jeff and this is the skewered universe podcast and i'm here with leanne hi we're back <laughs> it's it's been a while but i will say um life sometimes has a way of kind of interfering with plans job search and that which i'm back to work so that's Yay. good <laughs> got a 40 hour week job just sitting at a desk and typing stuff in yeah but you know what i have a they say it's full time. Um, I think it's because we don't get out lunch. Uh, I have a new job, mm-hmm. and it is more boring than yours. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally the most boring job anyone could ever have. It's sorting files in boxes. Yeah, I I did that for a little bit, so I understand. Yeah. The good part is you can put your earbuds in and listen to podcasts or whatever you want. Well, it's funny because with all the other jobs I've had, I like a specific type of music when I work. A lot of hip hop, a lot of rock, a lot of pop. Right. High energy. It it gets me, you know, in the mode of where I need to be mentally. It helps you to focus and get mentally prepared. Yeah. And with this job, it's so mind numbing that I actually have started listening to podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to podcasts now. They're true crime. Um, but not like, I don't, okay, so it turns out I'm very specific about the types of podcasts I like. Okay. I don't like where there are two or more people. Right. I like one person telling a story. And also the amount of ads is important. I had this one where it was the very first thing was an ad. She spoke for like, a minute and a half, mm-hmm. and it was two ads back to back. I said, absolutely not. Unacceptable. <laughs> but I found ones I do like 2020. Nice. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good, but there are limited episodes. So I'm like, fuck. And then also uh, 48 hours. That one's good too. Oh, nice. I think that's the one you said where it sounds just like the audio ripped from the show. Yeah, yeah. Same with 2020, I think. Which is good. At least they're putting it in another format for people to get. It's perfect. Yeah. See, I've I've been a podcast fan since like 2009, 2010. Mm-hmm. Even though podcasts started in like 07, most of the ones that I listen to have been around since then. <laughs> but you mentioned ads. Oh, some of the ad placement. A couple of the podcasts I listen to, and I'm not going to name names because I'm not going to call them out. It's it's ads. I'm hoping they're getting revenue from it. 
they'll be in the middle of a sentence that'll be like, so yeah, the other day, me and the wife, hey, State Farm Insurance, I'm like, motherfucker. If you did that in any other medium, people would be like, you cut them off mid-sentence when they were talking. But for podcasts, they're like, fuck it, who listens to podcasts? Uh, damn near fucking everybody. Even those that make them, like us. Yeah, I I only listen to podcasts. I very rarely listen to music anymore, unless I'm feeling like in a music mood. With the with the one, I think it's the forty eight hours one. It's their ads are the main announcer lady, and she's just talking about the product real quick. There was a wrestling podcast that I was listening to around the time that Moxley left WWE and joined AEW. And he had been on the interview circuit, so there was like three different podcasts I was listening to. And this one started literally the first almost ten minutes of this podcast was ads and then plugging their Patreon and then plugging their like premier membership on their website to get exclusive access to this. I'm like, do this at the end of your fucking show. Or put it in the show notes. You already have faithful listeners. If I knew, I don't want to listen to your 10-minute spiel on ads and your Patreon and your exclusive membership and this and that and subscribe to our newsletter and this. <laughs> I want to hear the interview. That's why I downloaded the podcast. It's It's gone from podcasts used to be done by people, put out, you can listen to the whole thing, to so many of them now have ads inserted. Some of them, just by whatever platform they're distributing through, they're like, oh, well, we put ads in. Like, okay, do you share the revenue? Because that was the thing with Spotify. They, I guess, were not sharing revenue with people who were publishing podcasts. So the creators were getting stiffed and Spotify was putting in ads and getting ad revenue. But I don't believe we have ads in our show. What do you mean you don't believe? I don't ever listen back to our shows unless I'm editing. The only way an ad could get put in is if you put it in. Yeah. I don't click the options for ads in the show. Oh, okay. I see you. I try to do other means to support it. And speaking of that, very quickly here, <laughs> what a well, segue, Well, we just right? talked about how annoying it was, so let's try and make it quick. We have officially launched our Patreon. So you can go to <laughs> patreon.com, search for Skewered Universe Podcast. There you can get access to the Skewered Universe Transmissions episodes. At the first tier of $3, that is what you will get. Bonus content. Bonus content. Woo woo. At the $7 tier, not only will you get the transmissions episodes, but you will get exclusive audio commentary tracks that we record. It's really fucking cool. It's going to be great. If you go right now, there are two transmissions episodes available. One for me talking about CM Punk returning to wrestling. One for AEW All Out 2021. So go to Patreon, Skewered Universe Podcast, and sign up. It'll help us out, and if you help us, we can give you more content. Ad-free content. Well, and, you know, the <laughs> thing is, you know, we don't get any feedback. We get right. zero feedback. I see the download numbers kind of going up from, like, six-something to over 700 now. I don't get feedback. I put it out there. All the links are there. But you know what? If you don't feel like giving feedback... That's your prerogative. You're allowed to suck a bag of dick. <laughs> well, I don't want to say that. Maybe English isn't their first language. Touché. I don't know. Touché. 
Maybe they like to listen in English, but they can't type or speak English. I don't know. You, you, you never know. I Look, anyone that listens to this shit show of a podcast <laughs> and actually enjoys it, I'm all for it. But if you want to help the show out, go to Patreon, and you can become a Patreon member and get exclusive motherfucking content. That being said, you'll see the links in the show notes. And I may promote it later on at the end of shows, but we're done for tonight promoting it. I'm just really excited to get that done. Hey, Leanne, I got a question for you. Uh-oh. Is there anything you've watched lately that you want to quickly talk about? Um, fuck. Jeff, we go through this every <laughs> single time. Every single time. And I'm never prepared. <laughs> <laughs> what have I been watching? I don't know, because your schedule is so weird. I never know. You're asleep oh, today. that's right. I watch a lot of South Park now. South Park. Yeah. It's on super late. Because my, yeah, my new job is graveyard shift. It's from 11 to 5. Yeah, 11 to 5. Yeah. And when I'm home, I tend to just put on South Park because it's on throughout the entire night. Yeah. And then I play my Switch. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so what have you been playing on your Switch? Oh, well, um, let me tell you. So I really like uh, Lego Worlds. Oh, yes. Oh, I love it. I love digging tunnels. I don't know <laughs> why, okay? <laughs> and there's something soothing about digging tunnels. Hey. <laughs> At least you found out how to do that, and then you told me, because I was playing it the other day on my Switch on the TV, and you're like, you, no, you have to you go through. You wanted to do like everyone else and just skip through it and play sandbox. But then you got to sandbox and you literally asked me, what's the point? And I go, there is no point. You build, you dig, you explore, and you have to go through those little beginner levels to figure out how to use the tools. Right. You get, you get the skills, you acquire the skills doing the missions and whatnot, and then you can go into sandbox and do whatever the hell you want. Now that I understand it, I'll probably give it another shot. I guess Lego Worlds is kind of like Minecraft in a way. Um, I never got Lego into Minecraft. So I didn't either, sure. so I don't really know how true that is. And if it's not, don't fucking at me, because I don't know Minecraft. I've never played it. Fuck off. <laughs> Other games I've been playing are uh, the classic Nintendo Mario. Nice. Yeah, those are hard when you're high. <laughs> <laughs> I have a hard time with that. <laughs> the original Super Mario, I have still never beat to this day. Oh. I've I've never been able to get through Super Mario 2 to beat it. But I've beat Mario 3, I beat Super Mario World, I beat Super Mario Land on the Game Boy. But when I go back to the original Super Mario, I can't fucking beat it. Yeah. A game that's really easy when I'm high? Diablo 3. Oh, nice. Oh yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Well, you've played it so many times at this point. You I just mean, challenge yourself every time to something new. Yeah, I've, I've played it a kajillion, <laughs> kajillion times. Don't yeah. ask me what the story is. I don't know. <laughs> hey, do you enjoy playing it? Yeah, I do. There you go. I love killing things. Blood going everywhere. It's fantastic. Okay, well, aside from your personal life, do you enjoy the game? <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't kill people, fuckers. I wouldn't admit to it, Jeff. I know. I'm just there would be somebody out there. 
Another game I like is Gems of War. Oh, yeah, you told me about that one. Yeah, it's a gems game where you match gems, but the the thing that makes it special is that you have different characters, and your opponent has different characters. They're cards, I guess. Okay. And you use them to kill the other... So each character has like a specific color gem that you have to collect for them to power up and then attack or something. Right? Yes, okay. exactly. Okay. <laughs> I understand. I understand. And then I haven't played this one in a long time, but it's called Sheltered. I got obsessed uh, with that one. I yeah. spent over like 200 hours on that game. You were playing that nonstop at one point. Like you'd get off work playing Sheltered. Yep. Wake up on the weekends. I look over, you're playing Sheltered. Yep. Like, well, you play it, Shelter. That was it. Not even looking up, not even looking at me, not a good morning, Shelter. <laughs> yeah, that one sucks some good hours out <laughs> As far as playing games, uh, I had the Switch. I was playing the other day. I was playing, not the other day, but before I was playing some L.A. Noir. Playing Mario Odyssey. I got through Mario Odyssey. I beat that game. Yeah, that was interesting to watch. Yeah, it's completely different for a Mario game, but I really liked it. And now it's just like open world and you can go wherever you want to collect the rest of the gems, I guess, and open up new, not open up, but gain access to different outfits. And then there's some, of course, that are like, DLC, you can buy. I'm like, no, I'm not spending money on outfits for Mario. <laughs> I've beat the game. I am not trying to play dress-up with Mario. L.A. Noir is still fun. I've never got through the entire game. I had it on Xbox 360 way back when I had one of those before it died. Yeah, I have it on the Switch, but the reason I don't play it is because you need the audio. Mm -hmm. And I don't like to play games with audio. Yeah. Or I keep the audio really, really low. Yeah, and plus we share the game card. You have the save file. If you wanted to play, you would just have to ask me for the game card. Which I don't mind digital games, but if there's a game that I really, really want, I like having that physical disc or card. You're like that with DVDs as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why I have that nice new addition to the collection, the Screen Factory Friday the 13th box set. Nice. And all sorts of other box sets and Blu-rays. As far as what I... Real quick, I've been watching uh, Marvel's What If on Disney Plus. So fucking good. Animated series giving like alternate dimension realities. Like, what if Captain America didn't become Captain America and Agent Peggy Carter of S.H.I.E.L.D. stepped in and took the Super Soldier Serum? Or what if there was a plague that made all the Avengers turn into zombies? So much. Oh, six episodes. I'm like, this is this is so good. And they're teasing that there might be continuations of these stories in the next season. So, oh, I want more. <laughs> and it's it's cool. At the same time, it is a little sad because then when you hear the Black Panther character come in. And it's voiced by Chadwick Boseman. Because it's like one of the last things he did before he passed away. I'm like, oh. It's so, uh It gets emotional when I'm like, he's the only one that could do that voice properly. He's the only one that could embody that character. But yeah, if you have Disney+, Plus, check out Marvel's What If. 
as far as that, I don't think there's anything. We watched any new movies recently? Not, I feel like not we have. new, but new to us. I maybe. feel like we have. And that's the annoying thing, because I don't remember. Yeah, neither do I. I used to put them in Letterboxd, and then I got real bad about not keeping track. No, I would have to say no for now. Yeah, you know what? We'll, <laughs> we'll let you know what movies we've watched next time. As far as movies go, we have one we're going to watch tonight. Yeah. You've never seen it. No. It's also one that I own on Blu-ray. I'm shocked. (laughs) Yeah, you would say that. Oh, it's here somewhere. Let's just say we we believe you, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) Well, ah, there it is. Right next to Zombieland, because it starts with a Y. I could have put it in, but it's on Amazon Prime, so it was easier access to do that. We are speaking about a Mel Brooks classic with Gene Wilder, Peter Boyle, Terry Garr, and met someone. I met someone once when I was young that looked just like Terry Garr, and I asked her, are you Terry Garr? And she's like, no. And I'm like, but you you look just like her. <laughs> she lived next door to my stepdad. Oh, it'd be funny. In Sacramento. It would, so. It'd be funny if it was her. She's like, I'm just living the low-key life. Right? right I'm like, it could have been her. We also have Madeline Kahn, who is amazing. Cloris Leachman, rest in peace. And Marty Feldman. Of course, I'm talking about that great movie, Young Frankenstein. It's coming! From the deep, dark recesses of the mind of Mel Brooks. I love him. Young Frankenstein! Life, you hear me? Give my creation life! Sky means business. Starring Gene Wilder as Dr. Frankenstein. That's Frankenstein. Peter Boyle as the monster. <laughs> Marty Feldman as Igor. My grandfather used to work for your grandfather. I'm sure we'll get along splendidly. Oh! Horace <laughs> Leachman as Frau Buter and Madeline Kahn as Elizabeth. What do you want to do to me? I'm not afraid of you. Kill the monster! See Mel Brooks' Young Frankenstein. Yes, I think we could all use a good laugh. But don't see it alone. Don't miss Young Frankenstein, personally directed by Mel Blazing Saddles Brooks in black and white. No offense. You've never seen it. No? I've seen it a lot. It's fucking great. We're going to get to it. We'll be back shortly, and you'll get her thoughts on the beginning. I know you've seen clips of the outtakes. Yes, I I'm have. I'm so excited for you to see the actual movie, because it's, it's brilliant. But well, I, can, I do I can love sit- Gene Wilder. If you don't love Gene Wilder, I I don't know if we can be friends. So if any of you out there don't love Gene Wilder, I I don't know if we can ever be friends. We'll be back shortly. As everyone knows, rainbows usually have a treasure at the end. Let's follow this one and see if we can find the pot of gold. 
Arthur, I suppose you've come to claim me treasure. Well, we'd like to see the gold first. Ethan, there's better than gold in here, me lad. No, no, just look here, no. Candy, refreshing soft drinks, popcorn, ice cream. Well, that's some treasure, but anyone can buy luscious treats like these at the snack bar. You don't tell me. Do you suppose you could get me a job as a snack bar attendant? All right. So we're 15 minutes in. I'm loving it. Leanne, what are you thinking so far? I'm loving it. <laughs> I love that it's low-key, but it's still silly. I love it. Mm-hmm. Like, I lost it when she said, don't touch the nails. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> why would you be able to touch nails? They're not wet. <laughs> I think it's just done to show how, like, high maintenance she is. And she's like, oh, don't really touch me. I'm going to a party. It's like, why are you going to a party when your fiancé is getting ready to leave? Like, do you just not care? I don't know. And like when he was behind her and he got that fur in his mouth, <laughs> that made me laugh too. He had his. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> it's the little things like that that I like. There, there will be more of those. There will be more. Now, I want to ask you so far, what do you think about the the way it's shot, the way they did it like an old Universal-style movie. Um, I'm indifferent. I know that's not really your thing, but I wanted to just get a, an idea of what you were thinking. I love it, but that kind of shit appeals to me, because I'm yeah. in school. You mentioned that you love the credits. Oh, the opening credits, just listing everything right in the beginning. It's just so good. So good. Well, and I'm right now, right now, we're uh, he's meeting what's his face, Igor. Okay, well, we haven't officially met him yet, <laughs> but he's asking him why isn't it Frederick Frankenstein? <laughs> <laughs> yes, because Gene Wilder plays Frederick Frankenstein. Sorry, Frankenstein. Yeah, it's it's great. I'm glad you're enjoying it so far. I am. All right. Shall we continue on then? Absolutely. All right. We'll see you guys on the flip side, baby. It's intermission. Rise and stretch time. Time to refresh yourself and visit our snack bar. Got a yen for hot popcorn? Your favorite soft drinks are sparkling cold. The juicy Frank sizzling hot. There's delicious coffee, freshly brewed, and all kinds of ice cream and candy to tempt you. Showtime will be announced loud and clear to get you back to your car in time. So, stretch your legs. Come to the snack bar now. All right, another 15 minutes down. We've seen Frederick Frankenstein get picked up by Igor from the Transylvania station. <laughs> he met Inga, his assistant, mm -hmm. who wanted to roll into hay, roll into hay. <laughs> and he's taken to the castle where he meets Frau Blucher. It's taken to his room. Where are we at now? What's going on, babe? 
Uh, he, we just discovered his, I guess it's his grandfather? Yes. His grandfather's work area. The laboratory. The laboratory. Yeah, they found the secret passage from the bookcase. He was having a nightmare. Woke up with Inga coming in, showing off her German goodies. <laughs> and then they heard strange violin music. From behind the bookcase. Behind the bookcase. Which led to a nice little bit of comedy with the revolving bookcase. Which then led to another nice bit of comedy when they finally got that straightened out with the different heads at different stages of death. Yeah. The one marked freshly dead with Igor. Going, ah! I ain't got nobody. <laughs> I love Marty Feldman in this movie. I, I love the movie overall. So what do you think of so far? What do you think of Frau Blucher? <laughs> and all of that. Uh, she's okay. <laughs> I like everybody else, though. <laughs> it's good. It's it's really good. I, I'm so excited. I'm excited for you to watch this. I'm watching it and chuckling at little things. And I realize you're just taking it all in. Yeah, because it's it's like it. I do not have the words, but <laughs> it's so. Uh, I don't know. Chill, I guess. It's not like in your face. Right. Right. It's a. Different style of Mel Brooks comedy. Yeah, I appreciate it very much. Yeah, it's very much. Here's this like old school horror movie, but then here's this ridiculous comedy throw in. But it's not going to be so in your face. Joke a minute, joke a minute. It's like silly comedy, right? It's like not... when he gets when he gets smushed in the bookcase. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Push against the other side of the bookcase with all of your might. <laughs> Gene Wilder was a genius. Yes. Yeah, I I love the sets in this movie because it's they're very much a character as much as everyone else. That entire castle is a character unto itself. Yeah, I want to live there. Oh, that would be amazing. Oh. Of course, you'd be down in the laboratory trying to reanimate dead tissue. And I'd have to take up learning how to play the violin. The violin, too. Apparently, I can't speak tonight. All right. That's not good for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be able to speak. Eh, who knows? I've made it this far with not having a complete grasp of the English language, and that's the only language I speak. <laughs> All right. So we'll get back to it. And we'll see you guys in just a few. We're happy to have you with us this evening and want you to enjoy every minute of your stay here. And while you relax and stretch, visit our concession where you'll find something to please you. There are ice-cold drinks, delicious sandwiches, ice cream, coffee and snacks, and many other pleasing treats. Our foods are fresh and tasty. Our drinks satisfying and refreshing. They're so good. And we're back once again. So now, at this point in the movie, 
Frankenstein has discovered his grandfather's lab and then discovered his grandfather's private library. And he found the notes on how his grandfather was able to create right. the dead yeah. in a book called How I Did It. <laughs> Which made me think of the OJ book know, that came out. Me too. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> And he immediately starts reading it and just kind of going off kilter. Totally obsessed. Totally obsessed. Figures he could do it. It's consumed him. They were talking about they need a large body to do it. Igor drew the exact body they needed. Which I like this clever touch when he hangs up the picture he drew and it's swinging on the hook. And then we transition to the next scene, which is the very body they need swinging from the gallows by yeah. a noose. It's a clever movie. It really is. They've dug up the body. Igor was sent to go get a specific brain and dropped it. Destroying that brain and grabbing the abnormal brain that was labeled abnormal. Do not use. At this point, it is believed he is unsuccessful in reanimating his creature. His glorious, magnificent man. I'm noticing that his hair progressively gets worse and worse. Oh, yes. At the beginning, it was very nicely parted to one side. It was well kept, and now it's starting to get more erratic and standing <laughs> out. Yeah. It's it's so well done. It's it really clever. is. I'm glad you're enjoying it. I know you said you don't have a lot to say because you're just enjoying it. Yeah, it's it's there's really not much to say. It speaks for itself. And I'm just really enjoying it. I think a lot of the, the cleverness and the comedy comes from the fact that Gene Wilder and Mel Brooks wrote the script. Oh, okay. Yeah, so both of them working together, I think, were able to really capture the essence of what they wanted to do and still weave the comedy in there as it's needed. Because there are some scenes where there's really no comedy and then something will come up, and you're like, ah. Mm-hmm. I see what you did there. Exactly. And now we're at a... It looks to be like a small town hall meeting. Yeah. Because they're worried about Froderick Frankenstein. Because <laughs> he is a Frankenstein! They're, they're all the same! same. <laughs> they just want to rule the world! It's <laughs> my horrible impression, but it's in the movie. Yeah. So, yeah. We're going to see what else happens, and we'll be back to talk more. Well, I'll probably talk more, and you'll just agree with what I'm <laughs> <Probably>. saying. <laughs> Which is perfectly fine. <laughs> All right. Be back in a few, guys. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, may I help you? Uh, I'd like two of those, please. Hot dogs? Yes, sir. And three of those... And one of those, and five bars of these, and a cup of that nice hot liquid. Uh, coffee. Uh, coming right up. Oh, and two bags of those peculiar white coffee material. Uh, you mean our crunchy popcorn. Uh, uh, shall I wrap that for you, sir? Oh, that's all right. My saucer's just outside. <laughs> they come from miles to enjoy our intermission. Another 15 minutes down, another section of the movie has been...
So we got introduced to Inspector Kemp with his prosthetic slash mechanical right arm. Yeah, and it sounds like he has a prosthetic tongue. (laughs) He speaks in a very distinct way. (laughs) He is trying to gather evidence before a riot ensues with the villagers in Transylvania to see if Frankenstein is actually following his grandfather's footsteps. He insists that he is not. He is not. Over a game of darts. (laughs) Which I'll get to. The, I'll get to the payoff with the game of darts with the distractions that Kemp was throwing out. But yeah, they're playing darts. He's trying to get information. Nothing happens. But he tries to throw Frankenstein off his game because he sees he's seems angry, upset, or something. So he keeps yelling as Frankenstein's throwing the darts. And when Kemp finally goes to leave to assure the villagers that everything is fine. We see one of his, I guess, lieutenants or whatever, other inspectors, has a dart in the side of his hat. And there are darts just stuck in both top two of the tires we see on the car. They're just completely flat at this point. Yeah. <laughs> it's those little things like that that I love. Because it's just ridiculous. Like, oh, you wondered where all those darts went? Here where they went. Mm-hmm. Of course, one got a cat. Yes. Which he threw the wrong way. <laughs> he had the point, the tip of the dart facing the wrong way when he threw it, and then we just hear a cat. So Kemp leaves. Oh. We didn't talk about them discovering that the monster was actually alive. Because that happened just before Kemp arrived, wasn't it? I. Yes, because they were downstairs and he was banging on the door. Yeah. They're eating dinner. They get to dessert. They mistake the monster groaning for Igor making a yummy sound. (laughs) They get down. They see the monster. They let him up, get him to walk, all this. Igor lights a match for whatever fucking reason we don't know. Sets the monster off. Oh, he was going to smoke. Okay. He had a I cigarette. Didn't, I didn't see that he had a cigarette. Mm-hmm. There's so much going on in that scene, it's easy to miss. I'm glad you <laughs> caught it. Yeah. And then a hilarious game of charades ensues where Frankenstein has to try to get Inga and Igar to guess sedative to knock the monster out because he's being choked to death. So they give him the sedative, they put the monster back on the table. We have the conversation between Cap and Frankenstein. And now we've gone back down to the lab because Frau Blucher has decided she's going to set the monster free. And she knows that her music will calm him because it's what Victor did to his creature. And she was in love with Victor. He was her boyfriend. <laughs> Which is, it's such a dumb thing the way she said it. <laughs> she's over-exaggerating. Okay. So that's where we're at now. (laughs) The monster just got electrocuted by bumping into equipment and is in a rage. Are you still enjoying it this far? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Great. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. So we have about 40 minutes of the movie left. So I think we'll do another 15. And then we'll finish it out. Yeah. 
it'll be 15 minutes for us, but for you, it'll just be a brief intermission. See you soon. Your attention, please. All new Hotshot electric in-car heaters have been installed for your comfort and convenience. Just insert heater through car window and turn on the switch. When leaving, please turn switch off and replace on speaker post. Warning, high voltage. For your own safety, do not attempt to repair or remove wires. Do not attempt to open heater unit. If you need assistance, please notify the theater box office or concession manager. All right. We're back to catch up. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing because I'm having so much fun watching this again. How about you? I'm having a blast. <laughs> <laughs> so we saw the creature escape the castle. Mm -hmm. And Frankenstein and his cohorts, as we'll call them, okay. determining a way to find the creature before he kills someone. And I, I love the scene coming up because it's such a cool play on the original Frankenstein movie where the creature encounters a little girl plucking the flowers and throwing them through the lake. Our creature in Young Frankenstein comes across this young little blonde girl plucking her flowers, singing a song, throwing the petals down a well. We cut to her family boarding up the house. Oh, when the monster's loose, the boards have to be tight. Even they though, who told them? <laughs> who told them he was loose? I have no idea. <laughs> I think they just do it to do it because of past history. I have no idea. The mother and father proceed to argue about who was supposed to check on the little girl to see if she was in bed or make sure she was tucked in. They cut back to the well. There's no more flowers. The creature has tossed a stem in and she goes, oh, well, there's nothing else to throw in the well. What do we throw in there now? And for a split second, the creature looks around like, hmm, well, I could. Go back to the house. Parents are still arguing. Well, did you check upstairs? Well, I didn't check upstairs. I was doing this. You didn't check upstairs? And I, I love this scene coming up with the teeter-totter. The girl tells the creature, sit down. He just smacks the board. Ugh. She aggressively tells him to sit down, so he does. Catapults her into the air, through the window of her bedroom, into the bed. Knocks her unconscious. <laughs> Knocks her unconscious, and the parents show up. They're like, oh, well, she's here anyway. Okay, she's fine. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> we get the creature hearing violin music. He encounters the blind man, played mm -hmm. by Gene Hackman. Which more just comedy ensues. Him trying to give him soup, and he keeps pouring it in his lap. Trying to give him wine. Trying to give him wine. They toast. He breaks the tankard full of wine. The creature is visibly irritated that he's had no food and no drink. Tries to teach him how to smoke a cigar, because it's a special occasion. Because God sent him someone so he could spend the last days of his life with a visitor. Sets the creature on fire. Well, it's still on fire. The creature storms off. I love when the blind man is touching. He goes, oh, you must have been the tallest one in your class. <laughs> <laughs> the creature's walking through the streets of the village. Frankenstein is playing violin music to lure him back. They drop a net, give him a sedative. Take him back to the castle. 
And Frankenstein is now bonded with his creature. Telling him how beautiful he is how beautiful and he how is loved he, loves he is. It. But just before he was freaking out, telling the others, let me out of here, I was joking. Don't you know a joke when you hear it? Let me out or I'll kick your goddamn heads in. <laughs> <laughs> and now we are coming to where he is bringing the creature to show fellow scientists and neurosurgeons. Show his crowning achievement. But before that, when he was still in the cell holding his creature lovingly in his arms while sitting on the creature's lap, Inga asked him, Dr. Frankenstein, are you alright? And he just yells, my name is Frankenstein. He's accepted his destiny. Yes, I'm so yes. glad you're enjoying this. Yes. <laughs> oh. So we've got... It's more chill than I was expecting it to be. I thought it would be like more silly, wackadoo type of situations. No, it's very much, if you were to remove the comedic bits from this, this could essentially just be a follow-up to the original Frankenstein. Yeah. And I think that's what they were going for. Was I we'll like throw it. in the comedy. It's... Brilliantly done. So looking at the counter here, we have, what, about 36 minutes left? So what do you think? Finish it out? Yeah. Then we'll come back and give our final thoughts? Yeah. Like Jerry Springer? Final thoughts. <laughs> no. No. Scratch that. We'll come back, tell you what we thought, and yeah. Now, back to the movie. Ah, hello there. Give the demonstration of my new invention, the goodies machine. Special for patrons of this drive-in, the machine turns out deluptious hot doggies one after the other. And thirst-quenching sodas also. Gives popcorn of the most tasty kind, plain and buttered. Candy too, crunchy and dandy. Steaming hot coffee and ice cream too. These goodies are at a snack bar just waiting for you. All right. We've just finished Young Frankenstein. I'm not going to synopsize the last 30 some odd minutes because there's a lot that goes on. <laughs> it's done so well. I love this movie. It's one of my favorites. I like that he married What's-His-Face instead of What's-Her-Face. <laughs> yes, he married Inga instead of... I can't remember her name. Madeline Kahn's character. They said it, and I don't remember. She went off to marry the monster because he had a giant... Ding dong. <laughs> All right, so they know what I think. What did you think overall? I really liked it. It was it was pretty chill, but still with little bits of humor thrown in. I liked that it looked like an old time movie. I loved the acting. Acting is brilliant. Like I don't know how they were laughing the entire time. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know how you could just laugh the entire time. 
mean, we've seen some of the outtakes. You can find them on YouTube. And we saw one that when, uh, was it Elizabeth? Was that her name? I think so. I think so. We'll just say, when Madeline Kahn shows up to the castle, Frederick Frankenstein's fiance, we saw the clip where he said, can you help with the bags? He goes, okay, you take the blonde and I'll take the one in the toy bin. And they lost it when he started like going at her, going, ha, 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 ha. But Madeline Kahn was the only one that kept a straight face. Terry Gar was hiding her face. She was laughing. Gene Wilder broke down laughing. Even Marty Feldman, Igor, was having a hard time. And she kept a straight face and was still in character doing her thing. I'm like, she doesn't break. Nope, and that's fantastic. It's so great. The acting, Peter Boyle as the creature is just brilliant. Yeah. When they do the transference and he's able to speak and he's more sophisticated with his calmer brain. <sighs> Mel Brooks and Gene Wilder wrote an amazing film. I agree. Yeah. It's not so much a send-up of the old Universal horror movies. It's more sort of a comedic love letter to those movies. Like the screen transitions, the characters, the acting, the sets, everything was evocative of those old films. And the script was brilliant. Like you said, the acting. Mm -hmm. Gene Wilder, how can you not love it? And everyone else was. I'd say, at the same level. Now, I did notice you were laughing pretty hard at one part. I was? Yes. Oh. It was when he... <laughs> yeah. Frankenstein and the creature decided to do their dance routine to put him on the Ritz. It's, okay, it's the fact <laughs> that, like, so he's doing the gibberish, but then he kind of holds that last note, like, and that's what got me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't. <laughs> I was waiting to get to that part because it's one of my favorite parts of the movie. She's like, I wonder how she's going to take it. When I heard you laughing, I'm like, yeah, she's it. She's got it. It's got her. It's a lot of fun. Now, the most important question. Would you recommend to anyone who hasn't seen this to find it and watch it? Oh, you have to. You have to. Just to have it in, just to have it in the books. It's I kind agree. of a staple. I agree. It's, it's something you need to watch. Just to say you've seen it. If you don't like it, maybe it's not your cup of tea. But I'd, I'd be hard-pressed to say anyone who would go into this blind, having not seen it, wouldn't enjoy it. And I if you're a Mel Brooks it. fan, you've already seen it. Yeah. Uh, unless you're Leanne, she's, she likes some Mel Brooks stuff, and she hadn't seen it. Yeah, exactly. As you've seen, you've seen Spaceballs. Yes. You've seen Blazing Saddles. Yes. You've seen Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yes. Did you like those three? Yes. Okay. 
yeah, so you're you're a fan of Mel Brooks' stuff, so I think. Plus, not only is it just a Mel Brooks film, you got Gene Wilder writing the script with him. So there's levels of brilliance throughout this whole thing. Yeah. We recommend you see this movie. If you've listened to this whole thing, you're like, well, I don't know. Look, you have Amazon Prime? I'm sure you do. Most people do. Look, you got it, right? Log in right now. Search Young Frankenstein and watch it. It's fantastic. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna put all my cards on the table here and say that this is 100% skewered universe approved. It is. All right. So with that, you can email the show, skewerduniversepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Just search Skewered Universe. You'll find it. Don't forget, go to the Patreon. I said I wasn't going to talk about it again, but I'm just going to say, go to the Patreon. Help us out, and we can help you out with more brilliance like this. You'll get those transmissions episodes. You'll get the commentaries if you want the second tier. It'll be good stuff, I promise you. It'll be good. With that being said, I think we're done. You think we're done? <laughs> I think the audience thinks we're done. <laughs> Some of the audience probably thinks we're dumb. Or at least I am. Try to remember if there was something else I was going to say. Oh. If you're listening to this and you got the feed, the old Transmissions episodes will stay in the regular feed, but moving forward, they're on Patreon. That's it. Young Frankenstein. Go fucking watch it. It is brilliant and clever. And I think everyone out there, stay safe, be smart, and keep enjoying that universe that's just a bit... Skewer. Check out Skewered Universe Podcast at the following links. Skeweredhead.com Facebook.com slash groups slash Skewered Universe Podcast Skewereduniverse.podbean.com Twitter at SkeweredU Instagram, Skewered underscore Universe Email the show at skeweruniversepodcast at gmail.com.